You are now entering the Brightness. Your hosts are the intrepid and all-knowing Jason T. Gaffney and the insipid and unknowing Kevin Held. Join these two buddies as they explore history and find the bright side in shitty things. Hello, you're on the Bright Side with Kevin and Jason, your weekly comedy about tragedy. I'm your co-host, Kevin Held. And I'm your other co-host, Jason T. Gaffney. Jason T. Gaffney, how are you today? I'm doing good. I like that you sang my name. Thank you. I think, yeah, I might try that from now on. Maybe I just herald you anytime I see you. Um, yes. I should be heralded everywhere. I, I mean, that's my goal in life. Well, maybe you'll go somewhere. If you're heralded, I I go out. We just walk in the neighborhood safely, away nice. from everyone. Would it be Would it be improved by like trumpets heralding every step? Well, trumpets, if they're far enough behind, because I don't want the COVID breath from the trumpet to come at me. I see. So if you maybe had a socially distanced herald with one of those flags hanging down from a trumpet, walking about twenty feet in front of you, how would that work? That'd be fine. I'd be All fine right. with that. Yeah. Okay. I think I know what's going to happen for your anniversary. That's so great. <laughs> I can't, I'm really psyched about it because I like pomp and circumstance. Oh, okay. Well, uh, uh, don't get your hopes too high. Maybe this is a joke. Um, oh. <laughs> but how you doing? I'm good. Yeah. I reorganized my office. So oh. I'm in a new kind of new setup. Get the flow a little better. The room feels a little more spacious. Oh, I can see it on the Zoom that we're doing. I see. Now I'm seeing the other wall. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. You, you put the and, computer on the wall now. Yeah. Okay. And that way, um, when I cut, walk in, it's not it's not quite as like giant thing in the middle of the floor. Yeah, Now cool. it's like L-shaped desk that seems like you actually care about how you live. That's interesting. Well, I mean, you had it set up that way before because it was set up for two people across from each other recording. Yes. Because I was coming to your house. But Correct. now in pandemic times, you don't need that anymore because we don't have, you can't have guests over anymore. <laughs> you can't have people over unless there are, you can have people from three different houses, but you can't laugh. That's that's the current thinking at the state of California level is what I heard. You can have people from three different houses, but oh, you yeah. can't laugh? The governor came out with new recommendations about how if you're eating at a table, you should put your mask on between bites. And if you are having Thanksgiving, you should have people from no more than three households and you should do your best to socially distance and not laugh. They're just trying everything they can. I, I, I feel for them. They're trying everything they can not to say we're shutting it all down again. That's what it is. Well, if you let Thanksgiving happen, we're going to shut it all down again. Yeah. Hashtag, I would rather be thankful that everyone's alive than be eat one meal with people and have them die. All right. That's a very long Twitter unfriendly hashtag. Um, let's just go with hashtag close the beaches. <laughs> you can keep the beaches open, damn it. The wind is keeping the disease at okay. bay. All right. Hashtag have Thanksgiving only on the beach. No, I don't want everyone in California on the beach. That would be worse. <sighs> you see, this is my, this is my point. This is the microcosm of what the governor has to deal with. Hashtag zoom your fucking Thanksgiving. Be a responsible citizen and stay the fuck home. Do you know how many birds that's going to, that extra birds that's going to kill? You've got to cook a turkey. I've got to cook a turkey. She's got to cook a turkey. Aunt Edna's got to cook a turkey. 
I don't need to cook a turkey. I can and do then, without a turkey. I'm just gonna have a chicken. Oh, okay. Well, so you need a chicken. Okay, there's a there's a larger <laughs> variety of birds even and waterfowl that will die. That's fine. Oh, somebody They're has here? to die. Somebody has to die in this pandemic. I'd rather it be birds. <laughs> yes. We're getting back for avian flu. Yes, yeah, mm-hmm. kill them it's, all. It's a belated retaliation we will eat for every bird. Kill them all. <laughs> well, I want to have Thanksgiving. <laughs> Let's just say 2020's put me on edge. I'm trying just to kill one bird here. That's all. What, one turkey for all, everyone? What are you, Jesus? No, I'm, yes. yes you can't multiply maybe. the meat of one turkey. No, that's why you have to have everyone over. No! <laughs> Who's it's on first? It's a paradox. Now, I, however people choose to celebrate the uh, the holiday, I hope it's very safe for all of you. Although that's not the holiday that we're fast approaching. The holiday we're fast approaching is Halloween, which is also canceled. Halloween. But, yeah. you know, it's still a good one. <laughs> I have to admit, I did laugh the other day because I was thinking about the idea of people socially distancing, handing candy off, and the idea that you just, like, huck candy at people. <laughs> but, like, they need to ha- wear a hazmat suit so the candy doesn't, like, land in their eye or their sure. mouth and then get them infected. Yeah. And I'm just, like, I like the idea of, like, hurtling uh, starbursts at people. And being like, happy Halloween, get the fuck away from me. I think you should go with the t-shirt cannon. You don't want to murder people with candy. Put a Snickers in there and just sort of, boom. <laughs> that would literally kill a person if it hit them in the wrong spot. All right, well, it's better to go that way than from COVID. If you have to choose. I'm saying if you have to choose. Just stay home. I'm... <laughs> Buy I'd your run... own fucking candy. I'd rather go in the kind of no country for old men sort of way, but with a Snickers. <laughs> Than by COVID, which seems short, longer. By the way, I have decided that next year Matt and I will be buying full-size candy bars. As a, oh, to make up for it? Yeah, and it's just mm-hmm. like, that's what everyone should just do. Just put aside some money this year, buy some full-size candy bars next year. Everyone will get... It'll all work out in the wash. What about the 16-year-olds, though, Jason, who next year will be too old for Halloween? What about them? I I think that they're fine, and if they really can't handle it, they can come back when they're 17 like I did. <laughs> life's too fucking right. short to not participate in Halloween because you're 17. You're right. You're or actually 18, right. Yeah. Or 19. <laughs> you find a fucking young person that you can go with and take them out trick-or-treating, and then you're like the cool uncle uh-huh. like I did, and then you, you still, get candy. Well, it's a win-win. That- that does assume you have a niece or nephew. You can't be a cool uncle to a kid you don't know. Well, That's just, not cool. I'm sure you know someone in your life with a, a kid, and you can be like, I'm going with you. Okay, sure. I mean, you should know them more than a day, all but right? But all Let's of this start... is moot, though, of course, because can- Halloween is canceled this year. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I'm, I'm a little bit of a bitter Betty when it comes to Halloween, because every year for Halloween, I was always working in stage productions, Oh. So I really didn't get to participate in Halloween very often. Awesome. Uh, and so to me, it's like, what's the big deal? So they'll celebrate next year because every, you know. Wow. But I know that, that I am somewhat heartless in this matter. Maybe so. Because, you know, Halloween is, I, I, I think I can speak on behalf of all people who are or used to be children. Halloween <laughs> is the best. The no, best. it's great. I, I do love the holiday. Thanksgiving is second best and Halloween mm. is best. Thanksgiving is very far down the list for me. Very? Why? You get all the family, but you don't have the obligation to presents. It's like the number one day for domestic violence every year. Well, Jesus Christ, Jason. Way to bring <laughs> it the fuck 
down. All right. I was going for Norman Rockwell. You got us to fucking Norman Bates. Norman Rockwell is a lie. And anyone who pretends that they are Norman Rockwell has some, they need to go see a therapist immediately because there's some deep seated repressed issues that they're hiding. Wow. Okay. Well, okay. Well, I was just trying to talk about fucking holidays. Okay. <laughs> you know, holidays great. What? Your birthday. Pasta day. Pasta day. It's a fucking great day. Is that a real thing? Yes. And also National Naked Gardening Day. That's a fucking great holiday. All right. Or it's World, World Naked Gardening Day. You have it's a naked... very specific worldview. Okay. Very <laughs> specific. I don't I like... think that is universal at all. Pastas and penises. Also, most people who eat as much pasta as you do do not want to be naked. Like ever. You should. You should celebrate your pasta while naked. Celebrate your body while celebrating your pasta. Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Pasta and penises for all who want it with consent. All right. Okay. Well, I'm uh, back to Halloween, which is fast approaching. Now, I wanted to talk about something that is a little Halloween related. Sure. I don't know if you have any um, subject matter this month that's that's Halloween related because I don't know what you're going to bring. But I would like to talk about the bright spot. May I? Yes. All right. The bright spot this week is Halloween related. The bright spot is also a movie. Okay, this is a movie that I don't know if you've heard of before, but I just saw it for the first time. And for all of our listeners, I can recommend this movie so heartily. Is it and Hocus Pocus? It's Hocus Pocus. I you know you finally? love Hocus Pocus. I know, you I know you love Hocus, Hocus Pocus. Pocus. I finally saw Hocus Pocus for ah! you. I did it yes! for the bright spot. I did it for you. Um, because you talk about Hocus Pocus so much. <laughs> I love it. The glorious morning makes that, me sick. <laughs> that and i liked it so much i didn't think i was going to like it very much but i liked it so much that i wanted to use it for the bright spot and it is such campy fun so anybody who like me might have been holding out or something or thought that they were above hocus pocus just give in just give in yes it's such a treat it's such it a tre- it's a fucking national treasure right it's bet midler and sarah jessica parker and kathy and jimmy yep i mean that they are the movie. Oh yeah, they no, they're, are they're the great. movie. They're absolutely uh, wonderful. They're scenes all three of them together in one shot. It's just so great. You could watch any one of them in a single, and you'd be happy. And then you get triple the fun when you watch them all together. And I, I'm sure that those shots, especially, like merit a second, a third viewing. You could just like choose one sister to watch, and you could just have a wonderful time. I'm sure because God, they did a great job. Now they are they are doing a reunion coming up of of Hocus Pocus as well. That they're working on right now with the actual cast yeah yeah for sure <gasps> yeah no they're oh this is all over instagram too because that's what another thing that made me think about it and something i wanted to mention here as a bright spot was that a reunion is happening and i think it's a charity showing right but they're coming together with a giant cast with billy crystal glenn close um a ton of what? people todrick hall Jamie Lee Curtis, Keenan Thompson, John Stamos, Glenn Close, George Lopez, Martin Short, Adam Lambert, Michael Kors, Meryl Streep, for God's sake, are all going to be on this special streaming thing that they're doing. So you're going to want to get your tickets for this, I'm sure. It's going to happen on October 30th uh, at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and there's going to be one single showing. If people who are listening to this are interested in getting tickets to that, uh, you can go to NYRP. Dot org that is the New York Restoration Project. So that's the um, charity for which the benefit is. And they're doing this reunion and they're going to do this little show that they're going to do. And they've got all the, the original cast back to get 
together to do it. So I'm sure you're going to not want to miss that. NYRP.org. And then there's one other thing I wanted to mention about it, just to finish this up, was just a little bit of trivia you might not know about Hocus Pocus. Did you know that it originated as a short story? No, I didn't know that. Oh, good. The film's producer, David Kirshner, wrote a short story of Hocus Pocus based on a bedtime story that he used to tell his kids. He submitted it to Muppet Magazine in the early 80s. And based on the great response from the kids who read it, they decided to make a movie out of it. And that was the briefest history of Hocus Pocus as it came to be. And I thought that I would try to just brighten your day with some trivia about a movie that you love so well. I love that. So that was a little brief focus on Hocus Pocus for The Bright Spot. And uh, now I'm done with my section. I'm going to sit back and just let you fuck with my mind. Okay? I can't wait. Sounds let's good. get started. All right, let's jump in. What do you got for us today, Jason? Cheese. Deal. I'm in. Bread. Yeah, no problem. Now. Um, Chuck E. Cheese? <laughs> it sounded... That's right. (laughs) It isn't right. I know now that when you say it like that, that's not right. We're going to talk about the harrowing job of being a pizza delivery person. (gasps) Oh, that's wonderful. Oh, okay. I almost got it. Pizza is related to Chuck E. Cheese. That's correct. But they don't deliver. So I'm sure you're thinking, what the fuck, Jason? How Uh, is pizza a tragedy? You know, because how is pizza funny? How is pizza... Anything except delicious food, which brings me joy in these hopeless and dark end of day times, right? Yeah, I, yes, actually. If you're about, if you're about to ruin pizza for us, I don't think this is a good use of your pandemic time. No. All right. No. Just I'm not going to ruin pizza. Okay. I'm here to tell you mm-hmm. the history of pizza delivery and okay. some of the shenanigans that have gone on with it. I love it. All right, bring it on. All right. So, pizza boxes have been around since the 1800s when pizza makers in Naples, Italy, would put the pizzas into metal containers called stufas. Oh, okay. Quote from Wiki. Stufas, round, vented, tin, or copper containers with shelves that held the pizzas apart from one another. Okay. So, the the pizza delivery came about just around the same time as pizza itself, it seems like. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm still not quite sure... I feel like the the metal container would be hot, but whatever. People back in the olden days, they just suffered constantly, so. Mm-hmm. Well, don't you want it hot? Of course you want it hot, but yeah. I, what I don't want is the person holding it to burn their hands, bringing it to me. They're oh, like, ah, That ah, person ah. is essentially a servant. Fuck them. Oh, Christ. Uh, excuse me. I took on the role of a of a uh, Italian uh, nobleman there just now. Uh, <laughs> I didn't change my voice at all, so it sounded a lot like me, but that was not my opinion. That was <laughs> Alfonso saying that the third yes of a cc <laughs> it wouldn't be until the 1940s when pizza delivery would change to cardboard boxes okay so it was like a long time of not cardboard boxes for pizza it was a long time of, of delivery boys burning their hands it sounds like yes okay <laughs> ow i hope you enjoy your food you fucking asshole <laughs> every one of them was like i hope it burns the top of your mouth and like it burns my hands <laughs> Someone shared a meme today of four women screaming in a horror movie, and they put a pizza roll in their mouth, and they said, the face you make when you eat the pizza roll before it's cooled off enough. (laughs) (laughs) We've all been there, and we've all done it, so you can all relate. Well, I think, yeah, my first association with pizza is it's wonderful. My second association with pizza, it will burn the fuck out of your 
roof of your mouth. Right. Yeah. I used to travel around New York. I would stop at those dollar slice pizza places for sure. like refueling and supplying my body with more fuel. Of course. So I just eat pizza constantly walking around New York. Here is a question for you. Are you a folder of New York pizza or not a folder? I fold it. Yeah, you don't want too. the cheese to fall off. You got to fold it. Yeah. It's also really big. You want to fit it in your mouth no comfortably. Kidding. Not folding it is like eating it with a knife and fork. Fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Okay. Now that I can continue to be friends with you, continue. <laughs> so the cardboard box that we all know and love, however, is uh, rumored to have been created in the 1960s by Domino's. Okay. I will admit that Domino's in the Wikipedia pizza delivery page is very favorable. So I do question if maybe Domino's had put their finger on the scale a little bit to just give themselves a little boost here or there. Yeah, check your sources, people. This is an important lesson. I mean, on this show, anything goes. So but Don't check we... your sources on us, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, this is not a news show. So Domino's didn't patent this box however which is kind of weird because a lot of people were patenting boxes so it's kind of wild that they wouldn't have Mm -hmm. especially because they could have been even richer than they are now with the Mm. patent but whatever maybe they decided it was as important as the um, polio vaccine they didn't patent that either well because you shouldn't they're very different the argument could be made that pizza has has helped more people than the polio vaccine I would very much disagree with that. I'm just saying the argument could be made. You could make it, and I would probably kick said person in the shins. I'm not making that argument. Well, then your shins live to see another day. Thank you. All right. Well, Domino's is actually the reason that pizza delivery is as popular as it is in the U.S. Okay. So thank you, Domino's, if in fact this is reality and not that you just wrote that. Oh, man, you really drank the Kool-Aid on this Domino's article. Sure. Well, it's Wikipedia. I know. You're just like all Domino's now all the time. <laughs> I I would prefer Costco pizza. It's, it's like better. watching someone turn into a Trumper. It's just you oh. watch them go bit by bit. That's mortifying. And now you're all about Domino's. Okay, I like fine. Costco pizza. No, Costco pizza or New York pizza. <laughs> I used to be able to talk to Jason, but now all he can talk about is Domino's. Domino's, man. They're fucking great. It's just fucking, fucking Domino's, man. Fuck. I'm, I'm just, I was just asking if you wanted some coffee. <laughs> coffee domino pizza i need domino pizza (laughs) so i'm sure you're thinking that because pizza delivery is so popular that the drivers must make a killing on the tips and such right oh no i do not i do not think that because i have done delivery of different things in different aspects of my career or my life you know and no i know that delivery people do not make a killing they might wish a killing (laughs) <laughs> on others, but they do not make a killing. Well, I will tell you, you're correct. Okay, they I don't. know. <laughs> in fact, if they were working constantly and everyone tipped them in a good way that was nice, then maybe they'd make a living wage. Mm-hmm. As it is, most pizza delivery folks would report on Indeed.com that they make only about $25 on average in tips a night. Whoa, really? Yeah. If they have a great night, they can make about $100 in tips, mm. but generally the kind of tragedy here is that they're not making great tip money. Okay. This is hopefully something we can help with, but go ahead. So it's also not a ton of money with their actual hourly salary as well. Sure. In fact, according to uh, ZipRecruiter.com, New York has the highest annual salary for pizza delivery people with $14.09 an hour. 
Okay. Or $29,311 annual salary. Okay. But most pizza delivery folks only earn kind of low 20000 annual. Okay. Um, so most, again, most pizza delivery folks back in the day would have been high school people or college age people who were supplementing their college income. But that's kind of changed as the world has changed. And mm-hmm. so I'm just kind of highlighting this in case people want to tip a little better because these people are not making that much money. No, and you did order this. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I did like the pizza. I love pizza. Yeah. So if it wasn't crappy enough for the pizza folks that they're getting paid shittily, right? Mm. Then you have the idea that some pizza places were insisting that if the pizza doesn't get to you on time, you will get some form of compensation, right? Oh, yeah. 30 minutes or it's free, right? Well, I'm glad you brought that up. So Domino's was one of the ones who started this in the early 1980s. Mm-hmm. Quote from Wiki, quote, the guarantee was for $3 off your order if broken, but is often misremembered today as 30 minutes or it's free. It was discontinued in the United States in 1993. Because they were bleeding money. Due to the number of lawsuits arising from accidents caused by hurried delivery drivers. Wow, really? crashing their cars enough to try to make it there in 30 minutes or less to, oh my God. to stop the $3 off. Imagine the they, stress. Imagine yeah. the stress of that person who's like, oh, God, has has so many like factors weighing on the thing. You know, Everybody is just like losing their minds to get this pizza to somebody when ultimately it's not that important, except, of course, it's the entire livelihood of the business. So you have to do it. But then, you know, running lights and crashing and dying for pizza. <laughs> You know, that's not okay. Just so you, Karen, can fucking get $3 off your pizza. And no, ma'am, it was not 30 minutes or it's free. It's 30 minutes or it's $3 off. It's 30 minutes or it's free. It's not my fault. You misheard it. Sorry, I I got so stressed there. <laughs> A lifetime of customer service is getting to me. <laughs> I love the idea of the manager of the pizza delivery place basically saying, you know, like a this is Sparta kind of speech. Oh, my God. Like, uh, yeah, uh, Dwayne, we do not have time for this speech, okay? We don't. I gotta go. <laughs> you will deliver the pizza. Oh, my God. Why? God. This is it's Domino's. Why, why has this speech gone on for two minutes? All right. Together now we oh, will God. defeat the Persian army. It's going to be so late. Oh, shit. <laughs> Here he goes again about the fucking Persian army. Oh. I think our boss is racist, man. I'm sure of it. I'm sure of it. Is this why he won't let us deliver to Armenia town? Oh, Christ. <laughs> <laughs> well, now that we know that the manager of Domino's in this one location is racist and gives a crazy <laughs> speech, let's move forward, shall we? Okay. Another fun fact about delivering is that it's most often used when something big and important is happening, right? Like, meaning, like, they're working at often undesirable times. Quote from Wiki, quote, According to Domino's, New Year's Eve is the most popular day for its pizza deliveries. Others are Super Bowl Sunday, Halloween, Mm -hmm. New Year's Day, and the day before Thanksgiving. Okay. That makes total sense. Yeah. Anybody who works in delivery or, you know, in food service, those people are always working when the rest of the populace is free. Correct. And then vice versa. They're free when everyone else is working. This one made me smile, though. Holidays aren't the only big days. Okay. Sometimes people will enjoy a pizza experience if something large and unexpected happens, right? <laughs> okay. Like, is this why you had a pizza the first time you bottomed? <laughs> 
Well, that I was need... large and unexpected. <laughs> <laughs> I needed something to compensate for the extreme stress in the moment. Um, right. So, for example. I'm going to need a 12-incher to make up for that. <laughs> I need a large pizza. <laughs> I need the stuffed crust. <laughs> I need the pizza to feel how I feel. Yeah. Uh, So, for example, Domino's had as many sales as Super Bowl Sunday on the day that the O.J. Simpson car chase happened. You're kidding. That many people were watching it and ordered pizza to get delivered so they could keep watching the the O.J. Simpson car chase. Oh, my God. It's like, Samantha, cancel your dinner plans. (laughs) What is going on here? Oh, my God, Harold. Holy I'm calling Domino's. Shit. Yeah, exactly. By the way, we're not getting compensation from Domino's for this episode, but since we've said it like a thousand times, maybe they'll give us money. We can only hope. For this free advertisement. All right. So not all giant days and car chases with pizza delivery folks, though. All right? No. I mean, you can only count on a giant car chase every other day here in Los Angeles. <laughs> so they have to, like, have some other business model. Sure. Yeah. So... Pizza delivery folks are sadly also subject to prank orders. Oh, sure. Often this causes the pizza place to lose money and to have to throw away a ton of food. And in some cases, I know the pizza place will, like, penalize the delivery person, which sucks. Because I'm like, what? it's not their fault. No. It's it's whoever took this order for Seymour Butts. <laughs> yeah, I like to see more Butts. <laughs> like Butts. I go pick up things generally, so I haven't ordered food to be delivered to me for a very, very long time. So I'm wondering, if you order pizza, say, don't you have to pay ahead of time? No. You can pay really? upon delivery. Well, geez. That's a that's a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> One of the worst uh, prank pizza orders was... I fixed it. Hold on. I fixed it. <laughs> Before you talk about this problem, I fixed it. But go ahead. Talk about the problem. In uh, November of 2010 in Amherst, Massachusetts, someone called a pizza store and ordered 148 pizzas valued at $4,000. Okay. They said they were a part of Bob Dylan's crew and that they needed the pizza. Okay. They obviously lied. They oh, were not no. part of Bob Dylan's crew, and they didn't pay for the pizza. Was there anyone where they were supposed to be when a person showed up to deliver 148 pizzas? And how many people had to deliver that many pizzas? Yeah, no, they didn't. Oh. So 148 pizzas were made for nobody to eat. Wow. Which is a waste of food. It is. And the, uh, the customer was blowing in the wind turned out that was you're terrible muriel thank you have you seen that movie of course okay muriel's wedding yeah good yeah i am gay <laughs> you hadn't seen hocus pocus <laughs> yeah is that a gay thing though i guess it is actually have you been alive in the last 10 years yeah it is bet midler sarah jessica parker kathy and jimmy. jimmy all gay icons a, a cat there's a talking cat, nonetheless. I know, and that's gay. Yeah, we can agree on that. We basically can talk to animals. Don't oh, don't tell the straight people. What you said? Just you said it out loud. God damn it! I'm sorry. It. I'm gonna have to edit that out. I hope I remember. All right. 
what's even worse about all the pranking and stuff, right, is that the pizza delivery people don't just have the fear of bad pay and crappy hours and prank calls. That is enough, but they also have more shit to deal with. They have very real threats. What? And not just car crashes because their employee wants them to work faster. Okay, I was like, who is threatening a pizza delivery person? Basically, they have to go to a bunch of strangers' homes with food and deliver them often at nighttime in the dark. That's true. That can be unsafe, yes. Sometimes people place fake orders just to kidnap the pizza people. All right, they're absolutely not making enough money for this. Are you good? You have a story that this is based on? I didn't go into those as much. I went into some of the other fun, more jovial ones, but I'm just highlighting the dangers of pizza people. Sure. Sometimes you get kidnapped for ransom. There's definitely three names listed on Wikipedia that I didn't write down of people who've been killed. But pizza delivery folks have also been attacked, sexually assaulted, and killed in the line of pizza escorting. In the line of pizza escorting. They escort the pizza to choose a different name (laughs) for what they do, aside from pizza escort, because that is not what you think it is. (laughs) They are escorting the pizza into my mouth. Pizza can burn any part of your body. It doesn't have to just be the roof of your mouth. (laughs) What are you putting up there? It's very hot. You order a pizza escort and you'll find out. Okay. Now, it's the bright side, right? So we have to have some humor and stuff, right? Uh, yeah, well, we, we'll get around to it. And uh, <laughs> I'm dancing as fast as I can. And we're trying to keep things light because of the crazy times we're living in these sure. days. Sure, uh, there's crashes and people dying for pizza, but all right. So let me share some of the more funny stories about pizza delivery uh, rather than the really dark stuff. Okay, sure. Let's do that. If you want to learn more about the dark side of pizza delivery, the really dark side, of pizza delivery. Um, just order a pizza and kill a, d- a pizza delivery person. Don't um, kill and you'll anyone. you learn firsthand. No. Uh, no. Don't do that. Don't, don't do- murder hey, people. Don't do that. Don't do that. So, I was just saying, oh, research. I'm just saying research. Do some reading. Not some, not, you know, just research it. Don't kill. Anyway, I went on the internet and found some of the funniest and weirdest stories from pizza delivery folks. Great. Let's start with a delightful one. Let's do. I'm so excited. (laughs) Okay. The pizza guy shows up to a hotel, right? And he goes to the room and is greeted by a man wearing only boxers and a beanie. Okay. Which is more clothing than the gentleman that I lived with in Alaska, where the first time I met him, he was wearing only a beanie. He met you naked? Yes. What? I lived there for a week before I finally met the owner of the house. They basically had the cast stay with locals. Yeah. And he was like this nudist Buddhist. And the first time I met him was when I got home after rehearsal late in the evening. And I come in and it's dark. And he comes out of his room. And I walk over to shake his hand. And I notice that there's a penis in front of me. Did you shake that? No, I didn't shake his penis. I avoided okay. it. And I kept my eyes on his face for the rest of the conversation. And I was very much like, wow, Alaska's very different. I have known you for like nigh on 10 years. And how is this the first time I'm hearing about this? This is insanity to me. Best part is, I didn't do the following show, but someone else did and stayed with him. And they Uh did stumble in upon him doing naked yoga in the living room. Okay. And it was very exposing yoga. Mm -hmm. And the guy was Mm -hmm. just chill. He's like, hey, how's it going? And I'm like, that's great. You have someone in your house who may not be comfortable with your nudity at this moment. 
maybe a disclaimer. Stay somewhere else. No, they really should mention that. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, anyway, back to pizza delivery. This guy was who who met a guy in a beanie, and then you know, lots and layers and layers of clothes. Boxer. Your first experience with that guy. So it would have been jarring enough by the man wearing boxers and a beanie, right? Except for the mm-hmm. fact that the pizza delivery guy, as he was handing over the change back to the um, boxer guy, he heard another guy shout out, if he's cute, let him keep the rest. There you go. So the guy in the boxers then handed all the change over to the pizza guy, smiled, and shut the door. How flattering. So it's kind of nice to receive affirmation that someone thinks you're cute with the bonus of getting paid. Like, that's nice. It does. It's not, you know, it's not sexualizing at all. It is, totally. But it's okay. But I do want to point out, like you just said, it was really weird and kind of rude of the boxer's man to open the door like that in the first place. Sure. I thought this was going to go in the full-on porn direction. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That was a pretty big pizza you got there. (laughs) Well... It's extra stuff. 12-incher, and yeah. <laughs> it's not the only 12-incher I carry around. I heard this was the first night you're bottoming, so I decided to bring you a large pizza as a celebration. Aw. <laughs> so it's uh, unexpected that I was bottoming, but thanks. <laughs> All right. Another pizza <laughs> delivery man who was a young man at the age of 18 years old. Okay. This one's going to go in the sex direction, I'm sure. Had an experience where he would go to a house with five pizzas. Okay. He's clearly there for a party, right? He's like, let's get this pizza to this party. Sure. Yeah. He had done his cocaine. He was ready to go. (laughs) Not at fucking 18. I hope not. Um, It's possible. I know different people than you do. (laughs) (laughs) At 13, maybe, but 18, I don't know. I think he was on the clean and... Uh, Everyone, please, everyone's over cocaine by the time they're 18. Fuck. Been there, done that, please. They're on They're on to Molly by then. Yeah, if they're not rolling, then what's the mm-hmm. point? All right, so the pizza guy shows up to a normal-looking house, right? Mm-hmm. And he gets to the front door. Someone inside turns off the lights in the front room. Well, that's the opposite direction that you want to be going. Yeah. <laughs> when you ring the doorbell and the lights go off. He hadn't even gotten to the door yet when I turned off the lights. And so he's getting a little nervous. But he decided, you know, I'm going to go to the door and ring the doorbell. And hopefully... I don't make any money. I need to do this job. Yeah. And he's like, gosh darn it. These pizza need the home. (coughs) So after a moment... He's so sweet. He rings the doorbell. And after a moment, he he heard a person ask him, how old are you? He followed up with, quote, pizza delivery. (laughs) Which was like... So impressive. I was like, you could be a politician with that pivot. You were like, not going to answer the age question. I'm just going to tell you I'm in pizza delivery. Old enough to be delivering this pizza to you. Yeah. But the person inside refused to let up and was like, how old are you? So he then told them that he was 18 years old. Mm-hmm. Quote from insider.com. Quote, the door opens slowly and a woman is standing there completely naked with her hands outstretched. My jaw must have hit the ground. Then there was a flash of light from a camera and a full room of guys burst into laughter. Turns out it was a bachelor party. I got a good laugh, but never did see the picture that was taken. Whoa. And I'm like, really? She was fully naked, huh? Fully naked. Wow. See, this is what people do, ladies. This is what your man is doing at his bachelor party. You know this is the case. Every man fully (laughs) cheats on his bachelor party. Fully. 
And here's the thing. I get that to a degree it could be funny. Like, if it was someone who was actually showing up to the party and doing it to them where they were going to be there and they knew there was going to be a stripper anyway. But, like, this mm-hmm. pizza delivery guy just wants to give you his fucking pizza and get home, you know? Yeah, I doubt he was that upset about seeing a, a woman fully naked. Maybe he was a gay. Maybe he was a gay. But even so, you wouldn't be that upset about it. <laughs> I would have been startled. I would have been startled, too, and be like, oh, well, you're a beautiful woman. Thank you for your time. You have delightful breasts. Here's a piece. Somebody has to tip me, right? (laughs) (laughs) So, all right. I do think it'd be more appropriate to wear a bathrobe if you're naked or mostly naked, though. Well, Jesus. All right, fucking Puritan. All right. Well, I I will tell you. Get your laws off my body, but cool. I did appreciate that one pizza person reported that when they showed up to a couple's house where they were wearing bathrobes when they answered the door, he could see that underneath was a whole bunch of BDSM gear, which was like... You know, they're having fun, they're hungry, they want some pizza, but they also, like, they understand consent. And so the BDSM folks, with safe words, understand consent, and they didn't need to get out of their play clothes, but they could be respectful to the pizza person by wearing a bathrobe. Well, that is wonderful. And so I want to point out that some of the folks out there who are getting pizza involved with sex are actually doing it appropriately. Thank you very much. I love a BDSM session that goes on so long you need to eat during it or maybe it was a prop i don't know maybe it's part of it maybe it was the first time that the guy was gonna bottom (laughs) sure uh pegging and pepperoni that was her um specialty that was her thing she's dominatrix peggy (laughs) all right now i want to finish up with one more story that i find somewhat amazing okay despite all the nakedness and the rude tippers out there most pizza delivery people are still super nice people. And one such person I want to highlight is the pizza delivery person showed up to deliver pizza only to find out that the house next to their delivery destination was on fire. Okay. They went and banged on the door of the house because the lights were on, but no one was Uh answering. And they're like screaming and being like, your house is on fire. Please come out. Your house is on fire. Can I warm this up real quick before I get to the next house? Real quick. (laughs) So they ended up running back to the delivery house, grabbed the hose from there, and started to fight the fire as they called 911. Uh-huh. So they're putting out this fire that's on the side of the house, right? Wow. Okay, did the pizza get there on time? Did they have to give $3 is what I need to know. That part of the story wasn't in there. I think it's more recent, so I think the promotion was not happening. Uh, I am. What's not happening is I'm not getting all the information I, I am owed. Well, fine. the point is the fire people showed up and put out the rest of the fire, and then a young 20-year-old woman came out with two young teen girls from the house that they wouldn't come out before. Quote from SoYummy.com, quote, uh-huh. Apparently, the 20-year-old was babysitting the younger ones and was scared to open the door. Earlier that night, the two younger girls had broken up with their boyfriends and, with the babysitter's help, set fire to pictures of their ex-boyfriends and threw them in the trash can outside. The trash can just happened to be up against the wood fence that was up against the house. End quote. Okay. You are not being hired to babysit. You are not. Well, I just love the fact that, it, like, what fucking babysitter is like, yeah, let's burn their pictures. Let's do no it. Shit. That's the thing. And then, and then when somebody is trying to fight the fire that you set, refuses to come out of the house. And help. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody stay inside the burning building. <laughs> is the fire out? Is the fire out? Okay, I'll come outside. 
<laughs> girls. Girls, I'm responsible for your safety. You stay right there in this burning fucking house. We don't know who that man is. <laughs> so... God, get your priorities fucking straight. <laughs> so I w- the reason I bring this up is because I want to say that ordering pizza can save people's homes. <laughs> it can't just save your dinner. It could save your life. <laughs> so, all right. What's the bright side? Well, the, uh, the flames were very bright. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> all right. For one thing, pizza. Pizza's a bright side. Sure. Period. Yeah. At the end of the day, you get a pizza delivered to you. There's no downside to that. And that's all. That's all the time. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) The other bright side that I found was nice people were actually being nice. You know, like, sure, there's some nasty folks out there who are mean and take advantage. But I was looking for the worst of the worst pizza experiences. And some of the sites, they did share, you know, someone got tipped $100 in one meal because the people Mm -hmm. were great. So I kind of left those out. We're a comedy show. We're based on trying to find the funny ones. Well, I have noticed in the times that I've done delivery of different things, that's that's how it shakes out generally. 90% of the people are great. 10% are assholes. And there's nothing you can do about it. Right. And my hope is that the folks listening to this episode, that maybe the next time you order takeout or anything with a delivery where there's tipping involved, that you'll give an extra buck or two. I know for me and Matt, we have been upping our tips amount recently because it saves a lot yeah. of anxiety and stress for us. And Also, food service and any customer service already involves so much uh, things you have to put up with and deal with. Now, imagine that plus COVID on top of it, you know, right. plus a global pandemic. So not only are they dealing with the everyday normal stuff that's already stressful about their jobs, but they have to do it with PPE and uh, also put their lives at risk by meeting random people right. as part of their livelihood. So, you know, just give that some thought, I would say. And, uh, you know, have spare a thought for your lonely pizza delivery man. Indeed. Well, thank you for this topic, Jason. This is just lighthearted. I appreciate that we are staying away from the desperate tragedies right now because, you know, those are easy enough to access through multiple apps. Or just looking out your window. Everybody continue to stay safe and do not enjoy Halloween except, you know, maybe carve a pumpkin at home. home. Yeah, exactly. Watch Hocus Pocus. That's what everyone wants to do anyway. Yeah, I hope everybody has a wonderful week and a safe week. And thanks, Jason. Thank you. Continue voting. Yes, please. Vote for Biden. (laughs) For Biden. That's all we'll say about it this week. Just wait for next week. (laughs) All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. You know, be great, girls. Let's burn these pictures. I I didn't even really want to break up with him. I still love him. Burn the picture, Sally. I, I think you're a bad influence. We hope you've liked this episode of The Bright Side with Kevin and Jason. If you did, please throw us some stars and give us a review on iTunes. It really helps others find the show. And if you didn't, just keep it to yourself or tell your diary. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at BrightSideKNJ and on Facebook at The Bright Side with Kevin and Jason. All our past episodes are also streaming on our website www.TheBrightSideWithKevinAndJason.com Until next week, don't forget to look, look on, on The, the Bright, bright Side! side.